0: Hi, it's Christine, and you are listening to Christine's Voice, the podcast. Hi, everyone. If you're a first-time listener, welcome to the podcast. And if you are coming back for this week's episode... Thank you for always tuning in! Perfect attendance ka na! (laughs) So guys, get some snacks, grab your coffee, and let's start this week's episode! So hello everybody! Andito na naman po tayo! And I have another round of thank yous for everybody! And ito guys I am so grateful kasi as of this recording, we now have 719 followers on Facebook! So, I hope we do, we do keep on getting this number increase. And dumami na rin ng contest sa Instagram. So, maraming maraming salamat sa inyong lahat. If only pwede ko kayong banggitin lahat dito isa-isa, I would. But, syempre, that's a lot of you out there. <laughs> so, pipiliin ko lang yung mga nakikita ko palagi. So, this week, I have another round of um special mentions. So, banggitin na natin sila. Apat sila. I have... John Michael D Sasi. Hi, John Michael. And another John. We have John Carlit Alvendo. So dalawang John yon. And of course, na notice Karen si toa etan. I don't know if this is your real name, but this is your handle, Toa Etan. And Tawin Win. So it's a very um cool name. So Tawin win. So thank you guys. And I, I just noticed whenever I open my um apps manager or my um, Facebook page, yung unang-unang nasa notification. So, I already took note of that. I don't know why, but I also see other people liking and following, but kayo lang yung nagkataon na first, talaga lagi ko kayo nahikita. So, I always notice, ay, they keep on liking and following. So I really have to, I uh, know, thank them for that and have them in the special mention. So thank you. So if hindi pa kayo na tawag, But of course, I would always have this session in our podcast episode. And next time, we will have more of this. So guys, sobrang pasasalamat ko sa inyo because you always make me feel that this page is worthwhile. So thank you, I do hope you keep on following, liking, and subscribing to our pages, especially sa Instagram and of course sa Spotify alam nyo ba na pwede nyo i-follow yung yung podcast so that you can get updates every week once we have new releases, and hindi kasi nagbago yung numbers to this, so I do hope you can also follow us on um Spotify, I would really appreciate it, so yun guys, thank you and keep on sharing lang and say hi to me minsan so that i can reply to you then i'd appreciate it all right guys let's proceed to the episode so guys actually yung episode natin this week will be just you know me sharing bits and pieces of my cuento and my life because last week we had this very informative very insightful episode about um life as young professionals featuring um, Angel, Jolo, and Moya. And I'm just so grateful that they accepted my invitation to be on the podcast because I know how busy these um, people are. And I know that they have their own thing going on in their lives. So for them to allot some time for me to interview them and to share to us some of their insights about career and life in general, I'm so, so just thankful for that. And I do hope you get new lessons from their stories because ako mismo personally I did, and it just made me more inspired to do what I want to do in my life to find that passion in which I would not feel as if I'm working. So yun siya. which leads me to this week's episode because I just want to briefly tell you some things that I learned in the past two years. So this is um about franchising or um a small business that i have with my mom so we share it and i'm more in charge of the operations and the day-to-day management of um the business and my mom is an accountant and she is um in charge more on the accounting side but i myself am a bookkeeper so i also do the um Records of the business and the payroll also and coordinating with people, making orders, stuff like that. So we started the business um, July of 2016, if I'm not mistaken. No, July of 2017. So we started it July 2017. And actually, the preparation for the franchise business started a few months earlier. But you naman basta So um, back then, I was not really convinced about it. I have not allotted enough money for this. And I'm not prepared to shell out this much money for a franchising business. But then my mom suggested it to me and that she would help me with it. So I agreed and that I would be taking care of all of the day-to-day operations, which I would love to do because it's it's a part of life that I haven't really tried. I haven't really, you know, worked with um, other people under me. You know, I'm, I'm always either assisting someone and never really asking other people to do some things so it's kind of new for me and also this is a very different thing from what i do and all this time i have my own work which i'm still doing up to now and the value that i found in doing your own business is that it's it's your own time like you have To insert it in your own schedule since I'm also doing other things. But once you focus on it and that's all that you do, you can manage it all you want and how you want it as long as you put time and energy on it. And since you are your own boss, you can also um, strategize how you would want to do things. Yeah, but it was not at all easy because at first I had problems dealing with um, the scheduling So, since I have my own work, it was quite stressful when I started integrating the process because I need to follow certain time frames, especially when it comes to ordering. And I have to finalize some coordination and also processing of payments for such um, events or such situations. Anyway, so before we go into other stuff like that, I just want to start from the beginning because this is in fact a franchise business um, we need first to settle what we had to do with the franchising company or the franchisor so even before we um, settled with the franchisor the first thing that we needed to do was to find a location and for me this is the most difficult part of it because uh, most of the locations applicable to the brand that I've chosen is taken up by other competitors. So the places that I want to put my business in are already mostly taken but eventually i found um some places to consider and these places kasi they would tell you that um ma'am this is this place is available and you can actually consider it for lease or for your space but if you would have this kind of conversation with the leasing company i suggest two things to Get the specifications for this location, like the address and the size of this place, the like square meters. And then the second thing is to actually visit the place, to see how it is once you are there, to have a feel of it, to see what is around your potential space and to see if the location or the size of the space is actually um, compatible to your concept. Kasi may iba na they would just say, "Um, it's a good location. Eh, maraming tao. And um, it's good place for business. But you would not know this until such a time na pinuntahan mo yung lugar and you see it in action. But of course, the leasing companies would tell you na of course, mo benta po dito. But you can only know this. When you are already there, when you start asking the people around this place na nagtitinda din siguro or those who frequent the area to tell you the facts about the place. So we did that. I honestly tell you this is the most time-consuming and this is also the most difficult part of everything because um, it takes a lot of time for you to visit each location. Because you have to compare them. And yung mismong kalaban mo dito is time Then, Let me um, clarify that for you. Um, You need a lot of time to visit each of the location. To get the feel of the location. And to really identify if this location is feasible for your business. At the same time, you don't have a lot of time. Because these spaces are up for lease. And... It's just a matter of days before this space will be leased to another person. Kasi hindi lang ikaw usually yung nagtatanong. Especially if it's a space na good for um, food businesses. I assure you, ang dami-daming nagkahanap ng space. And this is actually one of the issues that we've encountered. Kasi ang bilis maubos ng space. Ang bilis ma-award ng space sa iba. And you really have to find a space na... Feasible siya, maraming maganda yung um, footwork or daan ng tao. And also, yung wala kang competitor, that same concept as you. So, there are a lot of different things to be considered. But, yun, the good thing was, we were able to find it. Well, we, we have really not a lot of expectations because that's the only thing that we found. But comparing it to other places that we visited, that's the best one. And yun nga, so when we found the location, we... Um, submitted necessary requirements to the franchisor because that's usually the process. And the franchisor, once they've confirmed that they have no such brands or branches in this kind of location, they would eventually um, approve your request. And then this is the time when you sign documents and contracts with the franchisor. And also make payments, but before we go into that, the one final thing that the franchisor requires is for you to have a DTI permit. So this one I actually had to do then, since I'm new to the business. The good thing was um, I had. I just had to visit the Department of Trade and Industries website to start the application for a new registration of business. So I have to finalize my business name and other details, and. After that process, after the internet process or the online side of this process, then I went to their office in Makati to finalize all of the payments and um, just really verify all of the information that I've indicated in the website. So actually, it's a continue, continuing process. And I think, if I remember correctly, I spent um, half a day at their office finalizing and, con- and confirming everything. I suggest if you go to DDI, you go there early because there's always a line. And medyo, okay pa yung rhythm when I was there kasi, may tao, but it's not a lot of people. So I guess it's a good thing we went there at that specific time. So, yun, once you have your DDI and you have everything ready, the premise is you would need to go to the other agencies. But you have to finalize first your contracts with the franchisor. So, once the location is finalized, deal with the franchisor, then DTI, then back to the franchisor. And the funny story about this phase or this timeline is the moment I already finished payments for the franchising business. And I tell you, this was the moment this was finished. And we just, you know, we just drove off from the franchisor's uh, head office. The leasing company called me to tell me that the space that I have want, I have you know, requested or the place that I have already submitted to the franchisor and which is more or less finalized was awarded to someone else. So this was the moment I made my payment. And I was so pissed at that time because... I just told them kababayad (laughs) gulang We just paid. Why are you telling me that we just lost the space? Because I know in the back of my mind it was so so difficult finding a location. And now that I have my location and I have paid for my franchising fee, you tell me that I have just lost my location and have to look for another area seriously, I was so pissed at that time. But um, I'm guessing they have a miscommunication internally because I think some other person is handling this client and another person is handling this client and that it was just a matter of who was able to award or give the document awarding this space to certain clients. Doon nagkatalo eh. So yun nga. But um, pasalamatan ako kasi Although we had to start the process, I actually asked them to help me because it was um, a shortcoming from their part. Because someone who is unaware gave the awarding to another person when, in fact, I was already in line for it. So, they gave me a list naman of other potential areas where I can put up the business. And yun it's hard but I had to scout and visit some of these places again and finally decide, because I already paid the franchising fee, I really have no other choice. I just really had to go with it now. Yun siya. And afterwards, since everything is finalized dun sa franchisor side and my side, I now have to deal with a leasing corporation. And at this time, um, after the space is awarded to you which took some time pa because there are lots of different processes and the leasing company actually would ask you for many many other documents so this is the part where you apply for other requirements like the bir and um eventually when we settled at a location we also have to apply for the permits like the mayor's permits and the um, city offices permits and the barangay permits. It was a lengthy process, but it all had to be done. At the same time, while all of this is going on, I also have to start the training for my crew. So, nagandap narin ng tao because in a months, in a matter of a few months, or rather in a few weeks, we have to finalize and get ready for store opening. I remembered at that time I was already so busy and my schedule was already packed. I even had this trip to Singapore that I really cannot cancel and I had to go there and come back to Manila a few days before the ingress or the moving moving in schedule. It was so chaotic but it had to be done. <laughs> it had to be done. And um I I just have this reminder for you that after dealing with everything and once you finalize the location, you have to deal with the leasing company, have to finalize the contracts and give you the award certificates for it, and also to pay a lot of different requirements like construction, construction of your um, stall and Um, Making sure that the waters work, the electricity works, and other stuff needed for your space. And even before we opened, you have to submit your list of items. Every bit, every single item needs to be listed and needs to be checked before it gets inside the store. For me, it's a bit nitpicky because... I have this assumption that this is my business and I'm allowed to do whatever I want with my business but even the little things I really cannot do anything about kasi very strict yung leasing company so um but you know eventually I guess it comes with time na I really didn't mind it at all so yun siya and recently we just moved out so we just moved out and up until the end net picky parensila. They're saying it's for security purposes but I really don't get the logic sometimes but yun nga since it's not my style of management I just have to go through with it. And my crew understands that that sometimes they really are making things more difficult for you and i I really didn't like that but that is the process and also um i just have to remind you that your crew also have to undergo um health checkups so at that time then when we were looking for crew members i had no experience interviewing people i did have interviews for org recruitments but it's never for employment but i had my mom help me with it and she was actually more relaxed about it because she has more people working under her and I did learn a lot from that as well and I am so grateful that eventually we found people to trust with the business and it was not really all easy because I also have my share of stress from you know day-to-day operations and dealing with people, with other people inside and outside of the work. But I'm still grateful because I eventually, if I think about it, the people that I encountered at this time helped a lot in me understanding how things work in this kind of business because there are a lot of different things that I have to coordinate with. And as someone who does the um, orders or makes the list of orders every week, I have to go through different communication channels for me to make things in order. And honestly, during the first few months, it was kind of stressful because since I also have my own work, my mind is actually in different places and I really haven't been used to the, I'm not really used to the rhythm of everything yet. So I had trouble integrating the business side to my normal schedules. And I always get so stressed when, you know, crew members would suddenly ask you for things that are not supposed to be asked. (laughs) And also, whenever um, there are sudden changes in the schedule that, you know, puts other people in the spotlight. Because um, in, in in this part... I would like to say that they eventually figured it out by themselves. But for me, I guess I was putting unnecessary stress on myself because it was just the beginning. So I guess, um, I also did learn a lot from that. And... Again, I'm not saying anything. I don't want to say anything bad about anyone. I'm just saying that these are some, some of the experiences I've encountered. And I'm just so grateful that we were able to overcome these challenges. And in the long run, I was able to understand more the people I work with. And I'm just so grateful for them. Kasi hindi madali, I don't think madali to work with me in this kind of setup. I mean, mabait kung mabait. But there are some things that need to be done. Because it is work. So, yun siyao. But, yun. I'm just so grateful for them. And as I keep on saying to people I interact with, marami mang hirap at marami stress na dumaan. Ang dami-dami ko natutunan. And it's one of the things that I would not exchange. Mahirap man and marami mang mga hindi pagkakaunawaan. This was one way for me to know other people better because during those two years and one and a half months, I know that the people that I put my trust on, they were the kinds of people that are worth keeping. Meron man silang mga shortcomings, like everyone has, like we all have our own weaknesses and shortcomings, and we have to come into terms with that. But apart from that, there are ways. In which we can understand each other. And in lang, if you trust the people you work with, it would make a lot of difference. So that's one of the things that I have always realized again and again whenever I encounter stress in this kind of setting. Because I tell you, there are a lot of different stresses. And means um, honey, pinapan sen. But since I found a way to integrate it in my other parts of life, I just had to make it all work. Hi everyone! I hope you are enjoying this week's podcast episode and I do invite you to like my Instagram and Facebook pages. That's Christine's Voice, the podcast, to get to know more about updates on our upcoming episodes. Thank you and I hope you are having a great day wherever you are in the world. And um, speaking of other challenges, I mean, this, again, this episode is just me sharing to you some of the bits and pieces of what it's like to be in the franchising business i know it's not gonna be exhausted like all of the things that i would say will not be everything because each experience will differ like who you work with what concept you have where you put your business in it's all different but in my case I am just so grateful for everyone who has you know helped us in running this business because without them i don't think we would last two years so yon so let's just go to the challenges because i still have a few more challenges in mind that reminds me of um the more challenging times when this business started And back then, I remember because I was the one in charge of payroll also. So I am also in charge of um, finalizing the bank applications for my crew members. And it was always a headache whenever a new crew comes in because actually the process is easy. I have the documents and I just give it to the person and my crew will start filling in information for them to start the application process for the ATM card. And my bank requires two um, channels, an online channel and the um, bank visitation. So the online channel is um, it is up to the employer to finalize this one document where you would put all of the information of your personnel and then submit it to Um, a bank department which makes and finalizes the payroll accounts so it was easy because I just have to do it by myself and then the second aspect of it is when the bank would actually need the hard copy of the documents required for the releasing of the ATM cards so I've always done this even in my work or in my own employment I've always done this. There are quite a number of times when it was time for me to collect the ATM cards. These are newly opened accounts from the bank when someone from the bank would be so I don't know, I don't want I don't have a word for it, but would be so overly strict about it, you know. Because the process would actually be I submit everything online and then get the documents, hard copy, from my crew together with the requirements. And then I bring all those to the bank whenever the cards are ready so that I can pick them up. But this one time, this particularly one time that I remember, when I was there getting, getting ready to get the documents and the ATM cards, and I submitted to the bank, this person would give me an eye <laughs> and just tell me straight, Ma'am, sino po kayo? po tong card? And I was like, um, ako po yung employer niya. And then, he would answer back and say, pwede ba i-verify muna namin sa kanya kung pwede namin ibigay sa'yo yung card? <laughs> so, right there and then, I was like, uh, sige, pero kasi lagi ko naman atong ginagawa. So, sige, you can verify it with him, but he's currently at work because our business is open. So, he would answer back na, I'm at work po siya ngayon. and I mean don't get me wrong. I know there's security, that's for security purposes, and I really don't mind. But the way that he looked at me and the way that he asked me this question, I was already thinking about a lot of different reasons why this is happening. So I just had to tell him it's okay. Sige verify nyo po kanya. but he's at work, and if I cannot get his card, hindi pa siya mga so, I need a card para makasahod siya. So, even if you check the card, wala pa naman laman niyan. Kasi wala pa sahod. So, <laughs> when I actually said that, hindi did na nang verify. And he just had to, I think he just had to get the documents and verify if the documents and the signature and everything else are are, you know, up to the standard. Which is, I really cannot blame them. But I just hope they wouldn't give me the eye or the look because it's not the first time I've had that look. I don't know why but I have this feeling that they really or most of the people that I have encountered, they're not used to seeing young entrepreneurs because they would always envision it siguro as someone older and whenever I visit the store and actually try to interact with my crew because I don't often go there because I have my own schedule one of the things that they would keep on saying to me, or my crew would say to me back, is that "ambata nyo do, ma'am." Um, Maganon. So I guess it's not always portrayed that there are young entrepreneurs, and I would always notice it whenever I go to different suppliers or different establishments. So it's actually very frustrating, minsan. Cause what's there are moments when I needed some information. And I can only get this information whenever I talk to different um, people. But once these people, like I correspond with them on email or I correspond to them through SMS or even like converse with them on the phone. And once I get there in person, they would immediately have doubts about me and have me verify everything for them. And I know it's just security purposes, but... San I can't help but you know be offended, kasi parang ano ba <laughs> hindi ba bata yung magdegosyo? So I don't know. I don't know if it's just me, but I've encountered such moments. And um I do respect um security protocols and security standards, but sana sana lang they deliver their lines um away from nuances of doubts. Because I actually wanted to test it out so some of sometimes I ask my mom to talk to another supplier or clarify things with another supplier the process will not be the same as soon as they talk to my mom things would be different and things would actually be you know handled more professionally so I don't know why and what I do whenever I have these kinds of face-to-face encounters is I always dress up and even if I do I'd still get the same treatment so I really don't understand it so I start thinking that maybe it's because I'm just young and I don't like it I don't like that whenever people discriminate you because you're young because there are many things that young people are capable of and for me it was it was this partnership between me and my mom in the business franchising that I get to learn about business. So anyway, whatever whatever they think of, it's not actually my control. But I just had to share it with you because those are some of the things that I have witnessed firsthand. And it got better when you started showing up more and people started getting to know more of you. So Yun siya, But I just hope we won't judge other people based on how they look. Because it's often something that happens in the Philippines, so everything got better, naman eventually, and I had, um, finally, you know, gotten the rhythm of things. And again, I'm just thankful that this was the kind of experience that I was able to, you know, encounter friends if you have suggestions comments or any feedback for me i would love to hear you out just send me an email at christinesvoice the podcast at gmail.com or you can just follow my instagram page and send me a message there thank you so after this um after all of those and we started opening we just had to finalize a few other requirements every year Because we we have, obviously, we have to renew our permit. And also, payroll systems, also we have to prepare for the crew. And I'm just so happy that it was all completed. And the problems are never ending. There would always be something to do. But since I've learned how to integrate it in my daily life, you know, whenever I see things that are related to the business franchise, I immediately get to it hindi ko siya pinapatagal because pinatagal ko siya, I would eventually forget about it. And something, some of these things are time crucial or time critical. Like orders, there are specific um, schedules to it that it has to be sent three days or four days prior or something like that. So once I get, for example, the list of items or the inventory and I know which items I need to order, I get to it. I put it in my Excel form and compute the items that I need to pay for, send it out to the commissary, prepare the check for this or prepare my payment for it. And the the counting for the ordering system actually begins. So those are the kinds of things that I have gotten used to and the things that i've learned i really cannot prolong some of these things because once i prolong them i tend to forget about them and i might not be able to push through with them because like repairs for example these repairs i need to prepare work permits a week before so if i don't get to it as early as or as soon as i get news it will be trouble because the longer i wait for um a maintenance personnel the more at risk the appliances would be. Or the more difficult it is for the crew to cook or prepare meal. So, I just treat everything as time critical. And also with salaries. So, I always make it a point, because my crew also have their own families. I've realized the value of that because it's not just me anymore. There are people relying on me. And this franchise business is something that makes or brings food to their families and one thing that we do also is have um, christmas parties every christmas season and nakatawayan because those were moments when i get to meet the family of my crew and get to know them in a way that i haven't because i don't always see them and i don't always know what's up in their lives but whenever we come together and have a, s- a small gathering, a small dinner party for Christmas, it's just like we're all family. So it's just one thing that I've always been happy about. And I was not convinced with the idea before, but it's something that my mom has always insisted on. And Christmas is, is really about family and about making other people happy. So yun cha. Anyways so you yeah, know that was the process guys and i've just been you know babbling and sharing to some of the different stories and i hope you get something out of it and i'm just actually trying to tell you some of the things that i've encountered and some of the stories that i have with me about um what i experienced and what i've been through and it's not all negative and it's not actually all that bad i just have to try to um remember some of the more difficult moment so that i can give you heads up on what you should expect and what are some things that um needed to be addressed and um at the moment i'm in the process of looking for another location for the same franchising business it would take some time because as i mentioned finding a location is the most difficult part of this whole process but i guess it's a good thing also because it's it's going to be a fresh start and i'm actually a bit excited for what's to come and i just hope i get to meet the same kind-hearted hard-working people and again i'm just so grateful for everyone that i've encountered good or bad this has been a good learning experience for me not everything is perfect in this franchising business and i haven't really put my everything to it because i know i also have other things that i have in mind but i know in myself that i have not been pabaya in a way i have not been disregarding it and i have always actually prioritized it because i know that there are people at stake and i just hope you would wish and pray for us to find a better location for next time and that's it guys i just have to tell it to you i just have to share it with you and i hope you got something out of it and it's just actually a short quento so thank you guys bye